Would you pray with me? Almighty God, by our baptism into the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, you turned us from the old life of sin. Grant that we who are reborn to new life in him may live in righteousness and holiness all our days. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. December 17th, we read together the 17th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And here now our focus passage, verses 11 to 19. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus was going through the region between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered a village, ten lepers approached him. Keeping their distance, they called out, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were made clean. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice. He prostrated himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus asked, Were not ten made clean? But the other nine, where are they? Was none of them found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. I've got to be honest. This text has always troubled me a bit. And that's a good reminder. If we're not troubled from time to time while reading scripture, we may not be paying attention. Here's what troubles me. Jesus heals 10 people. He tells them to go show themselves to the priests. Nine follow his instructions and one goes back before going to the priests to thank him. He gets praised and the other nine don't. But why? They were following instructions doing what they were told. Maybe they planned to go back after seeing the priests. So why is Jesus throwing shade? Here's what I've wrestled out of this text. Jesus is again challenging our understanding of how of how what we generally call religion works. Often we're tempted to think that religious practice is a set of rules. Do these things don't do these other things, that sort of thing. In reality, if our religious practice is all about rules, then it makes it all about us. If I do these things and don't do these other things well enough, then I win and get the reward. See how that makes it all about us? I had a seminary professor describe sin as navel-gazing. You're so turned in on yourself, all you really care about is you. You're the focus, not God or anyone else. We might call that idolatry. So seen in in that light, these nine are really good at following rules. They're good at getting what they'll benefit from out of situations. Their focus is on themselves and they miss what's really happening here. By contrast, Jesus doesn't really bring us rules. Instead, he brings us a relationship. It's with himself and with the rest of the world. 
He's in relationship with these ten and healing them. And this one, a Samaritan, gets it, recognizes what's going on, and does the relationship thing by going back to give thanks. Jesus is turning our religious ideas upside down in the Gospel of Luke. Our religious practice isn't about do's and don'ts. It's not about ins and outs. It's not even about rights and wrongs. It's about relationship. The point is further driven home about this upside-down worldview by the one returning being a Samaritan, the last one we'd expect to see all this rightly. Today, may your faith be enlivened with the possibilities that there is more than a personal practice that benefits you and only you. May your gaze be lifted beyond yourself to see the relationship that Jesus invites you into. It's a relationship that you share with so many others, and it'll turn your world completely upside down. Amen.